You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on is really, this is VI, and this is Factors TV, and uh, uh, ooh, this is episode 40. 40? E40. 40, man. What's man. going on, man? We, uh, we're doing it real big right now, man. We're you doing know? it big, man. It, the, con- the consistency is everything, you know. I'm glad we're staying at it, man, like a bad habit. Shout out Converge, man. Converge Media is home. It's always been a blessing, man, to rock with the best in the Northwest when it comes to black media. Of course. Um, once again, course. this is episode 40, um, and... We got a lot of things to talk about today, man. We got special guests today. We're in a new place, you know what I'm saying? We got a new dome right now, a new studio that is a definitely a blessing to us, and we appreciate being invited here to record. We're usually, you know, at our uh, home studio at Converge, but now we are at... Um, I-, I ain't about to even slander it. You gonna slander it? Sankofa. Yeah, okay, Sankofa Theater. I wasn't, because I was, I was close, but I wasn't there. Sankofa Theater. And know? this has been designed, you know, for... um. Us creatives, you know, people who create black spaces who want to, um, whether it be anything from a fashion shoot to an art gallery or anything, you know, to where we're doing now. Yeah. I'm um, recording, you know, this place you can use at your disposal is for us, by us. And uh, we need to take advantage because real estate, when it comes to, you know, spaces to create aren't really in abundance right now for us. So, you know, so go on Instagram to Sankofa. Um, S A N K. O-F-A. And if you get a chance on Instagram, go follow him. I just did. And um, tag him and everything that you uh, maybe maybe give him ideas of what to do because we're going to create events and spaces here for people to come. Everything from fashion. It's just the culture. And we got to keep pushing it forward. And it's a place that supports black and brown. We don't have too many of those. That's in the heart of Seattle. That's in Seattle within the city limits. In Seattle, we don't have to leave. We don't have to pass. Through. I didn't realize we passed through so many cities. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you count six or seven cities in a day getting yeah. back to Seattle. But um, no, yeah, we're in adult space, and it's really, you know, today it feels like a good day, a good time to be here. It feels like it's right on time, you know. Yeah, it's we, like it's uh, supposed to be. We, we coming into the first first topic, and that's one of the reasons why I feel like, you know, it's one of them days, and it's a great day, and it's like we're supposed to be here because of um, Devon Pickett Jr., having the street that he came up on, his father came up on, his family was raised on and around. Um, named after him, which usually it would be 21st and Union Street. But now it's 21st and Devon Pickett Jr. Way. And um, to to salute somebody with such a legacy, such a, a family base and such a history in the city is amazing. No, it's truly amazing. And uh, if I'm being you know, honest, it's rare. You know, that happens for young black men, black men, peers, especially in Seattle. Uh, do we have a grocery for William Gross? We might, we we have to. We'll we have to, you know, but there there's certain, you know, pioneers, you know, people who, you know, uh, uh, trailblazers who don't have that, you know, who have streets named after them. And for him to not only impact his, you know, city, you know, athletically, you know, basketball, coaching, um, he also ran a business that affected, you know, his neighborhood. The where postman. Up, you know, so it, it's, it's, it, it was dope to see his life come to 
even though it was a, you know, untimely demise, his life came to a culmination, you know, where it, it like it wasn't in vain, you know, so that was really dope to be a part of, you know, his family, his mom, his sister, his wife, his kids, you know, everybody out there, friends, family, you know, the neighborhood. Dallas Shrimp was out there, you know, with his man. Dallas Shrimp was out know. there. He played his son, played ball with pick um, a lot of great people. Uh, shout out my boy, Craig St. First Rider. He was one of the people who created the initiative to go to the um, legislation to get this passed for it to be, you know, a certain amount of time and then voted on permanently if we can. Um, shout out to him. Um, shout out to the city of Seattle. Shout out to the mayor. Um, everybody who had a part in this, not just initiating it, but also supporting it and seeing it through. Um, this is something that I've never seen in my 35 years of being alive, being in Seattle and um, losing a lot of people to these streets. You know, um, we lose a lot of people and nobody ever got their name on the street. And, you know, we all talk about, you know, you don't own this and you're doing this for that and dying for a street you don't own. And yeah. this is the first time we get to see one of us in a good light displayed in the area that we call home. And um, yeah. it was emotional for me, man. It was dope. I just couldn't hold it back, man. It was like just seeing someone being enshrined in the, the highest of honors, you know, coming from where we're from as African-Americans from the inner city. So um, once again, man, I want to give my love to the Pickett family. Um, shout out, man, everybody, even my bro who was down there re reporting and, you know, um, going live with everybody, getting interviews. It was just great energy, man, for real, for real. No, yeah, great day. Um, loved everything about it. Like I said, I feel like today, today's a good day. Excuse me, the most just flowing. Um, it, it was really a beautiful sight to see. Um, I wanted to, before we switch, I wanted to give a shout out to the CD, the South End, the West Side, North End, because everybody came out. <clears throat> everybody came out, you know, and that's the impact he had. You know, we celebrated, you know, we celebrated him at uh, Climate Pledge, uh, you know, the, his team, the Sea Panthers, we had our uh, banquet at Lumen Field. You know, it's been a that was nice. year. That was really you nice. Know, it's really been beautiful. The city's really tuned in. You know, all types of demographics have really poured into, you know, the whole central area in Seattle. So I want to, you know, really say thank you to everybody because it's really been beautiful. For a tough, you know, loss, it's been a beautiful, you know, um, beautiful outcome yeah. because not, not, not just him having the street named after himself, but SU is also partnering with his family to create a scholarship, a scholarship mm -hmm. at Seattle University, man. So it just shows you how great you can be. And what you do here and right now is going to have effect on what happens when you're gone. And I also say, I miss you, bro. I love you. And you know, we're going to keep rocking, man. Gonna Stop keep playing. Push us, man. We're going to keep staying. You know how we are, bro. You already know. I love you for real, for real. And uh, yeah. Nah, man. So speaking of, you know, another Seattle light. Um, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Buster. What it is right oh now. He God, was in the news. Man. Well, he was in the news. Um, uh, so we know from Seattle, uh, they, uh, I don't know. What do you call it? You know? Man, listen, a woman from Seattle and uh, was on a trip, seeing bus around in the airport. And, um, you know what happens? You usually go say, Hey, try to get a picture, tap their shoulder. This woman decided to walk up behind Buster Rhymes and, um, Grandma Ma scoop. <laughs> A whole cheek, a whole butt cheek. <laughs> and he turned around and he baptized her. He doused her in the finest of liquor. And uh, it started a lot of controversy um, because, of course, there are people saying, you know, he had to do that. And then there's a lot of people who are saying that she's out of pocket, that sexual harassment, if it's any other way. How do you feel about that situation, man? Um, at first, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I watched it and I said, you know, I, you know, I know her and I've never seen anything outlandish like that. But um, at first I was like, you know, she was really just trying to get his attention. You know, he's walking by, you know, trying to get his attention. And then, you know, the next day 
because I didn't post about it at all. Usually I post about everything. And I didn't post about it, man. I just let it go. And then the next day I rewatched the video and I saw her go for the tap and then she backed up, you know, with a mischievous grin, you know, and as clear as day. I'm like, she kind of meant to do that, you know? And me advocating for men like I do, I didn't find it funny because, you know, I still be in jail with no benefit, you know, uh, sexual, har- uh, sexual harassment, you know, like that's what it is, you know, and that's what it should be called. Um, but, you know, it's being turned into something else. She's trying to capitalize off of it. So I guess everybody wants their moment, you know, 15 minutes of fame. And I'm not knocking it, you know, but I just know as a man, I couldn't do that. The principles and the rules, and you know, we all laugh about it and we all think it's funny, but she's sexually harassing one. And that's just the bottom line. And very glad it was someone who just threw a drink on you. There's a lot of women saying that he could have ended up knocking her out. You know, it's a dude. You don't know his preference. You know what he does. His life, you just run up on him and grab his butt. Some people don't like the buns touch. Man, buns is out for some people. So, with that being said, um, she really glad she didn't kept a Ryu uppercut. And she just got mm-hmm. doused. And like I said, in the finest of liquor because um, that was a lot. You know, so um, shout out uh, Keita for Platinum Plus. <laughs> okay, get that money, honey. Them buns. Don't, be, don't, don't, don't be doing that. Don't you go know? to jail, though. Don't, you, you don't want to register as a sex fan in here. It's not cool. I don't know, because that video, man, <laughs> that, that video, I don't know, you know? That that looks like, the judge might be like, hey, you can't do that. You're doing a lot, man. You can't do that, you know? Um, yeah, that that like that shocked me when that came out. I was, uh, I didn't even say nothing. You know, I know her, I know the family, so I didn't want to speak on it too much. When I saw her face, you know, like the second time around, I was like, mm, yeah, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing, you know? Okay, okay, well, on to the next subject, man. Um, they have projected Bronny James to go top 10 in the NBA draft. So how much do you think that has to do with lineage? Don't get me started on that. <laughs> and let's okay, okay, first we'll clear out the way. It's beautiful what D-Wade, LeBron do for their kids. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to pull them up. You're supposed to we're 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 also behind because we haven't had that where generations before us late. It's called pork barreling. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm not knocking that. But he is not as good as publicized. I'm on record saying that Facebook, Twitter, arguing with many fools across the nations. I'm from Seattle, Washington. I'm from where basketball is royalty. I've seen better. The he like <laughs> I've seen better over and over. Like I told him, I got ten players right now who will give him hell in uh, in the metro, and they're like, who? And I named three, and they're like, well, who else? It's like I'm not about to find a list for you guys, but you I know what I'm saying? Him. Yeah, but you know he's you know we saw him play Rotary in the summer. You know, and it went from, you know, he's the best. He can tear up, you know, Metro to, oh, man, um, that was Rotary, you know. So, you know, he has help. Nah, man, if he's that guy, he's that guy. And it's okay. His dad, you know, he's living in that shadow where he can do stuff. He's athletic. He can play. But as far as what people be saying where, you know, somebody say he could come here and run, you know, Metro. Like, we don't got Jalen Stewart here. Like, we don't got Jacob Kofi here. You know, like, we have real deal ballers, man. These dudes are 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, Jacob's 6'10", and can move like nobody's business. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way, you know. So, um, top 10 is strictly off his dad. Strictly off his dad. Strictly off his dad. I feel that. Strictly, feel that. like, it's it's infuriating. <laughs> Like there's there's men who there's young boys who work and don't have that opportunity. That like chance. they work, you know. So shout out to his dad for making sure his son is coming right behind him. I'm not knocking that at all. But there's young men who really grind and really got the talent. And top ten? Are you insane right no, now? Yeah, it's a it's one of the sports center. Uh, I didn't know yesterday. that. No, he's he's projected top ten. That's a fact. Um, he's in the top ten. He's the Orlando Magic's. That's where he projected to go, bro. Okay, I'm gonna let you go. How? 
Huh? This is the he's bro. They're talking about trying to make him come out after. Uh, bro, I did not know year. this. I didn't even see this. Yeah, yeah. No, bro, I didn't see this. Bro, bro I you can bro, go, look it up, please. Yeah, I, I, I'm I glad we record this. this live. I love this. Google it right now, bro. You know I ain't gonna bro, talk. No, so there's no way, bro. There's no way, bro. Bro, these are facts. Sportsman ESPN said he's projected top ten. I'm in fury to the uh, Orlando Magic's. So that's why I said it's a huge thing because once again. We love for parents to put their kids in position, especially African-Americans. We don't have that, you know, pork barrels where you're in a position and you're grooming someone else for that. And you're saving that spot for them. We don't have that a lot. So, you know, I do acknowledge that. I love that. But then at the same time, it has a lot to do with stardom. It has a lot to do with who his dad is. You know, it has a lot to do with his name. And, you know, he has it like that. I ain't got it like that. So maybe I could be a hater from the outside looking in. Or I could be somebody that understands that, you know, we have that. That lineage, yeah, you could snap a finger. You could call somebody or somebody already calling you like, we just want him here for the notoriety. We just want him here for this or that. So, you know, um, it's dope. I'm thankful that there are um, places and people that are African-American, black or whatever that can, you know, help their kids and relatives come into positions and come into places and get money and help their family. But at the same time, like, I like being real with stuff and I haven't seen top 10. We're talking about top 10 in a draft where there's probably a thousand people going to try to get drafted. I mean, it's people we ain't seen yet. Late first round, early second round, maybe. 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 Like, middle ball. He's not even good as Nate Robb was in high school not right now. now. And Nate Robb, in college, after college, he went what? Did Nate Robb go? 26 or 27, like, to Phoenix? I, I don't remember, but... Yeah. Like, come on now. Like, there's so many players I watched go before. I'm from, last time I'm from Seattle, and they'd be like, oh, you're tripping, bro. No, I'm like, I've seen so many players in it. Zach plays in the league right now. Like, what are you guys talking about? You yeah. know? So, top 10, I don't see it. Well, you know, we're going to um, take a break. And when we get back to it, we have a special guest with us. She's going to break down her motivation for not only opening and running in this theater, but behind the passion that's for the culture because she's just trying to do it for fubu like for us by us you know so about garfield bulldogs we impact the country at a high rate <laughs> every every industry we, we impact every industry. About garfield, but it's the greatest you know we impact every industry at a high capacity and i just want to say that we'll be back <laughs> factor tv What's up, everybody? Trey Holiday here, and I'm so excited that Converge Media is doing a Black History Month takeover at the iconic Sankofa Theater. That's right. We're going to be looking back to look forward in this amazing space as we curate our own segments of Black History with our friends there at Sankofa Theater. Shout out to our partners, Friends of Waterfront Seattle, the Elite Collective, and the Vita Agency for joining us on this amazing journey. Of course, the whole Converge family is going to be in the building February 20th through the 24th. Y'all do not want to miss these segments. Join us and can't wait to see you there. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org.
This winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Khalid Hosseini, this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots, and this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But their <laughs> boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basie wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please check them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. Welcome back. It's really, and um, we have a special guest today. I told you we're in a special place. Um, we have Tamay Wakoma. 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 Tamei Wakoma. Um, she is a director, owner, operator, everything right. <laughs> yeah. Of Saint yeah, Kofa Theater. Yeah, you're on the right train. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to make sure I get it right because you're a boss and you're creating some amazing. It's my first time here, and I already came in. As soon as I came in, it was just like four different ideas popped in my head. Like, okay, yeah, this is it. Um, I'm gonna give you your space to talk about what's going on, but I'm very excited to be here and I'm very thankful to be in your presence because this is boss. If you know, this is boss. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. And I'm just honored to have you guys on the show. Like I, we spoke right before we got on and we know each other from the community yeah. and yeah. just doing our thing and yeah. just figuring it out and trying this and trying that. And so to have you guys in here is like, I just could have never pieced it together coming up as kids that yeah. it would happen like this um so i'm just like wow like thank you god first <laughs> thank god every i've been thank god all week because yeah. converge being in the space you guys being in the space the whole crew is amazing um but to answer your question yeah. <laughs> since we are on your show no, um yes my name is tammy wakoma um i am a i'm just an all-around creative a licensed cosmetologist uh, with the emphasis in special uh, special effects, uh, makeup, and natural hair. Um, but I'm also a performer. Yeah. Um, got my legs in the community through programs through Langston and just different community groups. I was on the uh, show with Trey earlier this week, yeah. and I was talking about Team iPod, and I was talking about no, for, Nutty this, Boy, and I was talking about... cultural stuff. This is yo, cultural stuff. Yo, and I'm stuff. just like, this is real Seattle history, even though we just thought we were just just doing stuff doing we were stuff. really creating culture and keeping it going cultivating it and that's one thing like you said you never we never thought at that time we would be here um not only talking about this but being gatekeepers naturally because in seattle it's rare to be, not only be black but be from here and be pushing our agenda and um this right here man i'm 
I'm so mad. I, I figured late about it because there's so many opportunities, so many things I can think about. That you're not late. You're on time. Oh, I'm running you are on time. On time. Okay, you are on time. That. Thank you very everything much. Everything in this space, and just to talk a little bit more about the Sankofa Theater, um, everything in this space, I really have curated to be intentional. Um, I want people to come in this space and feel at home, and I also want them to um, not rush their arrival. You know, what I'm saying. I think a lot of time in Seattle, we kind of the rush to crush, you know what I'm saying? And we're like, ooh, I'm filthy, ooh, 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 ooh. And then we like get too juiced a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just like riding the wave and really like trying to figure out if this is for us and if this is what we're gonna do. And so for me, that's one of the reasons why you probably heard about it just now is because I really wanted to prove to myself that, hey, like, not only am I going to do this thing, but I'm going to make sure that it is a staple in this community because um, when I do look back on all those experiences and you promoting that, we all promoting that clubs, me promoting that clubs, like teenagers, like yeah. what were we doing? <laughs> thing, like, it wasn't no manual with no blueprint, nobody was, left footsteps. We was wild. It doing was it. just, are you hyping? You know? yeah. Are you happy, man? Yeah. Listen, man, like these. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, But I look back on those experiences and they're invaluable to me now because Priceless. I'm like, dang, like that was skin in the game. And I didn't even know, you know what I'm saying? Crews rolling around just like creating their signature, creating their mark. Because back then everybody had their own thing, you know? Nobody was trying to swagger Jack or trying to be trendy. Everybody was just trying to make sure that, hey, when I come up with this spot, this is how I do it. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to know it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel it. You're going to smell it. So um, I'm just like, wow, Seattle's so dope. And then um, me, I am a creative director. Um, I, this, theater is under my production company. I finally took the leap and said, Hey, I'm going to like make this a real thing. Got, you know, uh, my business license. Um, shortly after I got my business license, this opportunity opened up. Nice. Um, so that was just like, God, just like, okay, ready. You ready? You ready? Okay, cool. So, um, I was, you know, just naturally around creative individuals who encouraged that and was like hey we're down let's do this um and then i started to think of folks like you and just folks like in the community that i know who are still with it you know what i'm saying um just to hopefully align myself to a moment like this um but i am a performer so i'm a professional dancer i've worked with you know macklemore and ryan lewis i've worked with um jason he's a he's a director uh-huh, too yep. um he does a lot of stuff he does commercial work and he's actually shout out to jason i have to give oh, him i know jason shout is, out to, yeah does shout out to jason a lot of work. Oh, i got you i got you oh wow wardrobe malfunction I got you, girl. Girl. Professional. it's better than uh, um, shout out to jason um I could say Jason and Anna and really the Macklemore team, um, Amir, all them guys over Amir, there. Yeah, guy, yeah, all them guys over there have really um, believed in me. You know what I'm saying? Because they saw me do community stuff. They saw me do community competitions and booked me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring you along. And so now that I've done pro- uh, professional work with, like I said, Macklemore, I mentioned, you know, Coachella with Lizzo. That was incredible. I had never been to Coachella. Man. That was my first time going to Coachella and I was on the stage and I was we're like, talking okay. about real stuff, man. This is, this, this, listen, this is a boss right here. You guys got to realize that, like, we're not talking about stuff that's just, you know, we, we take care of our community. We're about our community, but everything we're doing, it takes us abroad and other places. And come on, man, we're on stages in Coachella. You know what I'm saying? We're working with big production with uh, Macklemore. Come on, man. Yeah, so I'm just like, I I wanted to 
I moved around a lot and I tell the story all the time. I moved around a lot, but I'm like, nobody's like Seattle. Nothing's like Seattle. And every place I went to, people are like always leaning into me. Like, where is this? I remember I moved to North Carolina right after high school and um, I was gigging and people were like, she's dancing different than everybody yeah, else listen. here. <laughs> I had made money by the end. Like, people were throwing money at me. I was like, what? <laughs> My oh. friends were showing me videos. They're like, girl, the whole party just stopped because they were like, where is she from? Where yeah, is she, she from? Listen. And I had only one homegirl from Seattle. She was like, 206, yeah. 206. Yeah. Like, this is how we do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wow. That was my first moment where I'm like, oh, something special about Seattle. We got something special. Got I something tell people special. that. We do. And people were just shocked that I was from Seattle. They were like, no way. Not Starbucks Seattle. And I'm like, yeah, Starbucks Seattle. Microsoft, huh? You guys are range a lot. That's, exactly. Oh, me and I Ronnie talk like a valley girl, it. but girl. Yeah. Our party's Go crazy, okay. man. Okay, like, gigs. I think you should know about the culture. Me and Ronnell moved to Atlanta in eighth grade. So we left African American Academy in seventh grade. Triple A. Listen, in Magnolia, though. We was at the one in Magnolia, Shout bro. Shout out to Triple A. <laughs> so Shout we moved down there. And when we got down to Atlanta, they had culture, of course. You know, it was, uh, you know, I'm older. So it was like late night. It was like 99, 2000 millennium. So we've seen a lot, but they were like, as much as we were excited to see them and their culture and embrace them, they was like excited about us and how we dance and how we talk and the lingo. And then I had people from DC, you know, young, hey, say that, young, say that again, say that young. Again. Yeah, yeah, say that again, <laughs> young. You know what I'm saying? They say so, hella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Filthy. Oh, is it oh, dirty? Oh, is it? No, it's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I love you, it. So though. you get what I'm saying. I you know get what I'm it. saying? Like, and I lived in Georgia, yeah. you know. Um, I lived in these places where I'm like, whoa, like, okay, something's about Seattle. Um, and then again, like I said, my community has uplifted me. And so I feel like I owe my community, you know what I'm saying? Like every time I get a win, I, I need to come home, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's and real. do something equally as dope. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my mindset. Like, you know, and I get, and I'm just so, that's what led me to the Sankofa Theater. That's why I was like, okay, I was in LA. I was doing my thing. I was going to school to get uh, accredited in special effects makeup, which was like a super dream for me yeah. um, as a makeup artist. Cause like I'm, I'm a theater kid. So I'm super geeky. Like I want to perform, but I also want to do the makeup, but I also want to do the hair, it, yeah. but I also want to do the creative directing. And I also want to be PA. And I also want to. We're going to put every hat on. Okay? Yeah. And I'm just like, calm down, calm down. But uh, just like, you know, starting things and then giving myself time to grow in them. Um, I'm glad I did that. So when I come home and I have come home, I could do something like this and meet up with people like you and say, let's do a show. Let's you do know it. what I'm saying? It out. And let's yeah. really big up Seattle because one thing about Seattle is we complain a lot like, oh, no one comes to Seattle. We don't get all the, you know, tours, you know, where we get artists or we don't have big festivals like other people like Essence Fest yeah. or, you know, um, Summer Jam in New York versus Summer Jam in Seattle. Yeah. You know, it's like we do all this complaining, but um, we don't put enough effort in up lifting each other when someone is doing something dope or someone's doing something big we kind of silently watch yeah and so i'm just like hey. i want to be <laughs> that's why I don't, I don't, i'm not using that word but that's what it is um it's love is free support is free now there's things you don't believe in i respect that I, everybody has boundaries but you know just just look another way when your your vote counts when your support counts 
it matters a lot, you know, even a share. It could be free stuff, you know, they don't have to be spending free. money, you know. A comment on someone's, you know, content because you know that they're, you know, working on being an influencer, you know, they're working on building their business, you know what I'm saying? Just anything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I've just always been naturally a bubbly type of person. I've always been like, hey, well, for sure. You always, I, you know, I've always, always rode with like, the crew, you know what I'm saying? I might switch my crew because I grow, you know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I'm saying, like, I've always been like, let the, the more people on this, it's about to jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, there's the, it's this the math. <laughs> the math is mathing, you know what I'm saying? And I saw that with Elijah, who will be coming on the show as well, um, when we did uh, just all the stuff with Aftertown and um, being part of the conception of King County Equity Now and doing yeah, all those dope. events in the um, pandemic. And it really just be like go time. There was no blueprint to what we were doing. We just knew, hey, I know this person. I'm going to call them. I know that person. I'm going to call them. I'm, can we meet up on the same day in the same place to do this thing? You know, and then like all these people showed up. I was even overwhelmed because we're in 2020 where gentrification hit our neighborhood like crack in the 80s you man, know what i'm saying like by storm heavy. everybody's having withdrawals yeah everybody's missing each other everybody's like i was actually having panic attacks which is what really prompted me to leave seattle yeah. which i think is really important to say i was having panic attacks because my neighborhood was under attack it was under attack. i could not walk down the street without hyperventilating yeah. about everybody i knew not being there excuse it's me changing no this is talk when you're raised from the from the inner city and everybody thought it only affected the city. It affected the city, the South End. You see places where we created memories and we have history and we have those pillars. And now they're gone. It's not just gone with traces of it. They're erasing history. It's obliterated. They're getting rid of history <laughs> and everything. And that's why um, there's a lot that we could talk about yeah. about that because it's real. And I, I get deep into that because you condemned us to a place and then you take it from us. And um, we're going to get on that another topic. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Theater. That's another show. Because I'll go on that too. But um. Before we do get out of here, I just want you to, you know, speak on the theater, how to get in contact, what yeah. you're open to do, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, you know, we can definitely okay. do our thing. <laughs> oh, this is real. This is real. I love it. This is real raw. Yeah, I love um, it. You can find us at Sankofa Theater, S-E-A dot com. Um, and from there, it really has everything that we have to offer at this moment. You can get to know our board. You can um, see what our rentals look like. You can email us. Um, you can see photos. You can see what we've done before. Um, Instagram is the Sankofa Theater. Um, and again, it's more visual with what we've done and who we're collaborating with. Um, so you can just kind of get a feel of what's going on in the theater. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's either a movie theater, which I've heard a lot, or they think it's just strictly theater, like um, Broadway drama, theater, drama yeah. theater, which again, I get it because I'm a theater kid, but it's an eclectic space. So the Sankofa Theater is an eclectic space to uplift Black brilliance. Yeah. So we have parties, we have fashion shows, we have workshops, we have panels, we have uh, meet and greet event planning, we have all types of things. And so um, my my campaign is what can we create together, quite literally, you know what I'm saying? Because um, any, anything that I do, I put 100%. As you should. Oh, yeah. As you should. Thank you guys so no, much. No, for sure. No, I appreciate you. Like, um, you don't understand, like, this is, for us, this is amazing for me. So I want to thank you for allowing us here, not only converse with me and my brother. Um, You already know we, the Seattle culture, man, we love it. We want to keep it alive. We thank you for your contribution. And also, before we go, you guys got to see what happens with stuff like that. You know, um, justification is real. Um, there's a lot of genocides against black people, whether it's war on drugs, school to prison pipeline, Jim Crow, slavery, redlining. We can keep going. So um, think about that and how it's affected us mentally as a community and as a people. 
before you start judging and saying what we don't need. Pay what you owe. For real, for real. Pay the fee. <laughs> Hello. Pay the fee. And so once again, thank you very much. This is Factors TV. We're going to be back at it right after this break. What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art planning and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, Four Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Yo, it's really, it's VI. And we're back after break, man, having a great talk, man, with my girl, man. I'm very thankful for this uh, episode, man. That was great energy, man. That's dope, great energy. Bosses, great vibes. Man. I love it, it smells excellent in here. It smells excellent. Hey, Kurt Dog. <laughs> I love, man. I love talking to bosses, man, especially boss women, man. It's nothing like it. Um, where we, where we, we talking about, from, man? Where we, we doing? From? Um, Black History, the month, when it's really the year. <laughs> the year, man. The 365. The 365, man. We, we are, um, we are old way more than a month. Um, we're old way more than they can even give. But a month is not it, and the shortest month is not it either. It's just a backhanded comment. Give them a month. Give them the shortest month. Yeah, give them the shortest one. Them Negroes sure will be right. Them Negroes will be <laughs> A-OK. Nah. <laughs> I feel like it's uh, it's all year, you know, especially to us. I know other people will be like, you know, that's pompous and arrogant. But to us, we're steadily learning who you are. Like, this stuff I'm learning, who I am as a black man, as far as my lineage goes, who I'm a black man is what we've done. Things have been covered up, you know what I'm saying? So I think it is year round because, you ha- you know, you want your children to know who you are, you know, who they are, where they come from, um, what to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, like a whole bunch of things that's been cut out. There's a there's a missing piece in our history, in a it lot is. of people's history. There's missing pieces, you know. So I think, you know, black history should be it is more than a month to us. But as far as for everybody, um, I don't think it should be just put to a month. And I've seen many people talk about that, but I think it should just be something that, you know, we dwell in regardless, you know, because for us, because we're, we're reconditioning. You can't recondition if we don't know what the hell's going on, you know? So, no, yeah. And that's real. I um, I totally agree. I, um, I also feel like there's enough inventions. There's enough situations. There's enough world crisis that we're part of, of fixing and helping fix stuff and save stuff that where you could say something every day of the year for black history. You know, um, there's at a time where there's schools in Florida and, and, and they're getting rid of curriculum that has to do with teaching about slavery or teaching yeah. around with black Critical history. Race and um, it's starting to become a problem because they're going to the courts with it and we're winning because black history is U.S. history. Yeah, it really is. Um, you can't have U.S. history without black people in it. We would never have it. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't happen. So um, I think that is, this is a backhanded compliment. We celebrate it. We speak life into it for a month and then we forget about it. While there's a whole year of great things that we can talk about and great things that do happen. Yeah. And things that we have to keep alive. Um, there's, you know, um, we, the thing is them try to cut uh, critical race theory. We spent so long, so many years, decades in schools teaching the hard stuff. We always seen slavery, always seen, you know, segregation, um, but you know, there's, there's certain instances we don't know about, you know, like people don't know who Henrietta Lacks is and, you know, they basically robbed her of her immune system and her, her blood, DNA. you know what I'm saying? Yep. And, you know, develop different, you know, things, uh, and they, they sit in certain situations like Oscarville, you know, where there's a town flourishing black people where it was, you know, 
they were pushed out and then it was flooded, flooded. to make Lake Lanier. You know, there's so many yeah. things that so many people don't know. And that's happened Central Park, New York, uh, Vansport, Oregon, I believe, like so many places where there were thriving black towns and, you know, they were washed out. But that's why yeah. we need you know, to talk about the th these things more than 28 days out of the year, you know, 30 days out of the year. Well, that's real. I agree so. with you, man. I agree with you, man. And until the next, man, your guy gay, man. You said it was going to happen, man. And they didn't double back on him. Yeah, I wore these just because of that. You can't get, <laughs> you can't. First of all, Ivy Park, they they projected uh, Beyonce, Adidas projected her to make 250 million. They made around 40, you know. They, you know, they got rid of yay. But, you know, they're doing the math now. They're like, they have stock, they have supplies of material, and they know what they were going to make. Like, they, that's what they were banking on. So now that, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's a billion, you know, or so that's going to come in. It's like, hey, you want to come? Let's come. Let's talk about this. Let's see what we can do. Um, they said the new deal is supposed to offer more. You know what I'm saying? So I just laughed at it, you know, because, you know, they froze his accounts. Everybody, you know, love to see somebody lose. You know, no matter what you love feel about it. Oh, I hate seeing people lose. I don't want to see anybody go down. That's just me, though. You know, I don't care who you are, what you do, because I've been there and I know what that's like. It's not a beautiful thing at all. So when people, you know, are cheering on, you know, they froze his accounts. He went from billionaire, you know, just, oh, he's only worth 400 million now. You sound yeah, for ignorant. <laughs> yeah, you know, nickels. So, um, the fact that, you know, it's coming out that, you know, they got, make losses you know they're doing their quarterly things and they're gonna make losses and they know they need to bring them back on it's it's a win for me and all of us just because they had to do it publicly you know there's so many things that go through you know under you know under the radar you know they had to say they had to come out like man basically without saying we need him we need this guy yeah. so you know i just that was like a little win for me because i feel like it was ugly how they you know they oh, do you how they do it when they want to do you they throw you on a bus yeah. and make you the bad guy and then slowly will try to unsmear when they need you, but they will never clear your name like they dirtied it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's why I want to speak about that. Cause that was just big to me. Cause you know, they'll, they'll, they'll shit on you in front of everybody, you know, and the whole time, you know, they really need needed you. You're like, you know, news just hit, but they've been in them offices since they got rid of them. You know like what I'm saying? Sweating. Like the news, that's why if Pharrell came back on to try and push Adidas, you know, they try, you know, put some more stuff behind, uh, get some celebrities behind Beyonce's Ivy Park. But, you know, as soon as they did that, they had to get, you know, down to business because that's what that's a percentage of the business, you know, contributions entirely. Yeah. You know, not just profit. his shoe section, but the whole company as a whole. Yeah. So you know, that's why I want to speak on that. But, you know, anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I'm just excited. Uh, today was a good day. Um, shout out Devon, man. I miss you, bro. Love you. Um, shout out Converge for covering it. Shout out to uh, Mayor Bruce. Shout out, uh, my boy Craig saying he helped push the agenda and uh, get the legislation to vote on naming the street temporarily. Um, just give it to be motivation for us to keep going and pushing for our dreams and leaving a mark when we're leave, when we leave here, because that's what we're doing. We're doing things in this lifetime to hopefully carry to the next, but also leave an impact that's positive, not just for our loved ones, but for anyone who came into contact with us. Yeah. No, yeah. That was a dull day. You know, shout out to my brother, miss him and love him. Um, I feel like it's episode 40, you know, it was Ooh, good, it's man, 40, you know? it's episode 40. Um, be safe out there. It's, you know, a little bit of snow flurries coming man, down. It's cold as hell too. It's freezing. But as far as, you know, everybody loses their mind. It's snowing. My birthday is in March and it snowed 15 or 16 birthdays of my life. It's still so. winter time, man. You guys are getting it twisted. Yeah, it's snowing. It's still winter. Like, yeah. come on. You guys go to school or not. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Man, let's get up out of here, man. All right, man. It's episode 40, man. It's VI. I'm really... This fact is TV is we out. When the blue notes, that's a mighty pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues.
blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson Jazz. Swinging blue notes, that's a mobby pass. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson Jazz. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.